0: All right, welcome to the Nintendo 64th episode of the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is to help you land your dream job and live your best life. We just had a mock interview power hour here in Austin, so I thought it would be great to have another interviews-focused episode. Here on the show today, we're going to mention a few great responses. I'm going to read them and offer my commentary. If any of these resonate with you, feel free to steal them. This just may help you make the cut. So fasten your seatbelts, get ready to rumble, and let's launch into the 64th episode of our Career Warrior podcast. All right, opening up here, I just want to talk about why this is such an important question to nail here. And we have a blog article that we posted earlier this week on how to answer this question. The blog offers a really important reason why we need to nail the question, what is your biggest professional weakness? Oh gosh. In the blog, it says, this is one of the toughest interview questions that's commonly asked. Coming up with good interview weaknesses is difficult for most job seekers. You don't want to overemphasize and come across as underqualified or underemphasize those weaknesses and seem conceited. However, this is exactly why interviewers ask it. It says, describing your weakness as well demonstrates your communication, honesty, and self-awareness, all of which can prove how effective you can be in the job. So the really cool thing about this perspective is it gives you the opportunity to come across as a positive person. Just because you're exposing your weaknesses, so to speak, doesn't mean that your answer can't be good and even sway someone to liking you even more in the interview. The problem is when people give the wrong answer, and this is where I think a lot of people get tripped up. They're afraid they're going to say something that is going to turn off an employer, rightfully so, because there really are some wrong answers. You don't want to say something like, I typically turn in projects late, or I show up late to work. And of course, it's going to be tailored to the position. If you're applying for a marketing position, you don't want to say things like, I can't really see the perspective of the other person this makes sense. And that's why in these next few minutes here, we're going to cover some pretty kosher answers that you may be able to use within the interview. I want to roll a quick clip here. In our 36th episode, I had Marin Roberts-Huntley interview me. She is a career expert who I absolutely love. She's one of our partners here. And she asked me what my biggest professional weakness is. And I'm not going to let you linger in suspense anymore. I'm just going to play the clip and you'll see what I had to say.
1: What is your biggest professional weakness?
0: Great question. So I am an ENFJ. That is my Myers-Briggs personality. I do think it does come with its, um, I would say its downsides. And um, with that, um, it's sort of the protagonist role. Um, But with that, I genuinely try to connect with a bunch of people and, and help them. And I think with that, I f- sometimes I feel like my say, like I'm putting too many eggs in a bunch of baskets. This is going really, really terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is yeah. one I have not even thought okay. of. Um, it's, a t-
1: it's a tough one. I'm going to let you <laughs> off the hook. Um,
0: thank you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) But
1: it's, but this is a good discussion because this is a very common interview question. Basically they'll say, what are you bad at? And you can't say nothing, but you also do not want to actually say a negative. Why would you give them that? It's, there's no way that that's going to go well for you. So what you need to do is say a negative. That's really a positive. And people, some, some interview coaches will argue that that's a cop-out I think it's the best way to handle this okay. question. So, for example, what's your biggest professional weakness? I I get obsessed with details to the point where, you know, I'm a bit of a perfectionist. Okay. It sounds like you may be a little anal, I may maybe a little hyper-organized. But at the same time, yeah. I love the fact that you're not going to let any balls drop, right? right. So, th- think about, you know, or... Um, you know, I, it it drives, here's another weakness, right? So it drives me crazy when people are late. It's really not a bad thing, right? right? But maybe, you know, it's something that really irritates you. And and sometimes, you know, visibly I I can get, I can get a little frustrated when people are late, because, you know, I think, I think it's really important to respect people's time.
0: And like, this is not something that's like, unemployable i mean these are things that i mean could if you think about it could put you in a positive light i mean Uh,
1: that's the key is say something that could just as easily be used as a strength don't give them a weakness don't tell them that you have a tough time getting to work on time don't tell them that you have a tough time juggling multiple projects don't Mm. tell them that at your last job you had a lot of conflicts with coworkers. don't give them any of that because if you do you won't get the job and it's It's okay. Nobody's perfect. We all have things, but don't air that in the interview.
0: All right. Not my finest hour, not my best answer I gave on the episode, but it did offer Marin the opportunity to give some really great constructive criticism and a way to answer this question that would end up getting me a job. So we're going to take some of those principles as well as the ideas from the blog and discuss some answers that might be acceptable for you in your case. All right. Here's number one. I take too many risks, or I take too few risks. Now, I think this answer is good for a number of reasons. The first is because it's not a really terrible cardinal sin of weaknesses here. In fact, I think there are a lot of people out there who do not take enough risks. There are some people that are too risky. If I had it my way, I might err more on the side of I take too few risks. Once again, this really depends on the position you're applying for. Let's say, for example, you say something like, I take too few risks, and you're applying for a business development representative position where you need to be a little bit risky on the phone. Or you're applying for a startup position where every move counts and every second counts. This may not be the best answer. But in a lot of cases, and if this really is your professional weakness, this may be something good worth mentioning. A really important thing to mention here. You need to let people know that you are improving on these weaknesses. In fact, that could be the best thing that you do say during this answer is this is something that you strive to improve on a daily basis. So if you want to get more specific, you can even say that you are coming up with a personal development game plan for you to get better at this. Once again, don't delve too far into the negative. Don't say an example of a time that you did a really crappy job of the weakness, but Definitely do mention that you are trying to improve it and make sure your answer is okay. All right, the second answer to what is your greatest professional weakness, and this may be my personal favorite, I'm not very confident or experienced in a particular software, or you can say skill. So this answer is great for many reasons. The first is, okay, first of all, it's forgivable if you don't know all the hard skills there is. Um, out there for your particular industry. So I think that this is a really good one to mention, especially if you do plan on learning. So it's not a cop-out answer because oftentimes we aren't very familiar with certain pieces of software or skills that may be needed to be successful in a particular position. I might say that this might be a great answer because it demonstrates your awareness of what types of software are used within specific positions. Once again, a caveat to this, make sure that the skill or software, whatever it is, is not absolutely essential to start out in the position. For example, if you're applying for um, even an entry-level photography position, you're not going to want to say something like, I'm not very skilled at Photoshop. I mean, come on, this is something that you should know coming into the job. What I might pick are some of those advanced skills or some of those things that you think might be relevant for the position that you want to improve on. Once again, emphasizing that you are going to improve this down the line and even giving your interviewer your personal game plan or map as to how you're going to learn the skill. I think the more concrete, the better, the more specific because you can get people to actually truly buy into what you're saying. All right, number three, ideas for what is your greatest professional weakness? I have trouble saying no, or I have trouble asking for help. So once again, this is something I think a lot of us can relate to, especially us go-getter, independent people who don't want to bother people. For example, me. You know, once again, not the worst professional weakness to have in the world. In fact, this may demonstrate that you're a person who's independent or someone who likes to take their own initiative. And I think it's much better to err on that side rather than the person who constantly needs help. I know it's tough to be around those people and an interviewer definitely doesn't want to hire someone who is completely dependent. I think it's good. It might show your self-driven independent side However, this still is a weakness at the end of the day, because this is something that all of us should be working on. In fact, communication could be big, and I'll mention it for the third time in a row. Talk about how you are going to improve this professional weakness. In fact, if you really, really want to sell this answer, what is your biggest professional weakness, you need to put some time into thinking about the weakness itself. It's just going to read a lot better. You're going to seem more confident in yourself, and it's going to be a lot more of a believable answer if you actually did put some time into thinking about it. I mean, think back to my answer when I was answering Marin, it just wasn't very convincing and it just made me trail off and lose my steam there. So I'm going to transition to something on that note. This is your call to action at the end of this episode. What I want you to do to improve your answer and to nail the interview. When you get home, write down your top three professional weaknesses. This isn't just an exercise so you can get better at the answer. I think being able to answer this in an interview is just the tip of the iceberg. However, this can be really big in your professional development is bringing some actual self-awareness to your professional weaknesses. This is going to be huge. So write down your top three weaknesses. If you don't know them, spend some time meditating about them. I want you to actually physically write them out on a piece of paper just because it does make a difference. This is where the interview piece comes into play. And this is where you need to exercise a little bit of judgment here. Which one of these answers do you think would be acceptable without completely giving employers the wrong impression? And this is, I admit, a little bit tricky. Some people might see this as dishonest, but this is just the way the interview game works. You don't want to give your worst professional weakness if it is going to be a turnoff to employers. So I might pick one of those top three weaknesses Get a friend involved. Ask a friend if you think any of these might be acceptable to say in an interview. After that, after you pick your one interview answer, go in front of a mirror and rehearse your answer at least five times. Because the more you practice it, the less you're going to ramble and the more confident you're going to sound. End of story. So, this is my call to action for you. If you really want to nail this answer, get those top three weaknesses down, write your best one down, and practice it. So what I'm going to do is link the podcast episode with Marin Roberts-Huntley. It is our 36th episode. Um, She goes into detail about other questions that an interviewer might ask. It's probably one of my favorite episodes. And I'm also going to link our blog, which has some other answers to this question. What is your biggest professional weakness? I highly recommend both of those resources, especially if you want to improve your interview skills. Ladies and gentlemen, this concludes our 64th episode of the Career Warrior Podcast. Hope you found this to be incredibly useful. And I'll see you next Monday as we talk about how to get more energy through movement and exercise. And for more on your job search, make sure to check out letseatgrandma.com. That's where you can find our blog, where we post the podcast show notes and so many more articles that will help you in your job search. You can also check out our resume services if you are interested in getting your resume professionally reworked. And please make sure to show us some love by jumping onto iTunes and leaving us a rating. The support from my fellow warriors will show the world how great this podcast is and help other people on their job search. Pay it forward. Thanks guys for being true warriors and thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next week.